and snugly in here. I'd like you to be praying for our, for our worship team. We've got quite a few of our team are just under the weather and sick and got all sorts of stuff going on. So please be remembering to pray for them uh, during this week. They, they, you know what? They, our musicians, they, uh, they lead us into praise and worship. And, and you know, sometimes it, it's, it's one of those things where our musicians can, uh, it can just feel the pressure of things going on in our world. So, so please be praying for them. Maybe you're a musician or a singer or a tech person. Come on, what you could uh, fill out one of those connect cards. We would love to have you on our team as well. So good. I thought that. Well, can we give that a big round of applause for our team this morning? I thought they did fantastic. Amazing presence of God this morning. Hey, hey I love the, love the fact that here as a, as a church, that we're a church about that helps people to take next steps. We are all about next steps. And, and the thing I love about our church is that we will do everything we can to help you to, to know God and what it is to follow Him. Uh, and, it, and it's an amazing thought that we can find freedom uh, as well, because we all have a past, we all have a history, uh, but, but my God come to, to save us and to restore us and, to, and bring us into right relationship with Him. Uh, uh, it's very cool that as a church, we will help you to f- discover your purpose. We have an amazing process that will help you to do that because you are unique. God has placed some things inside of your heart uh, that can make a difference in our world, and we want to encourage you and equip you and stir you to do that. It's, uh, I, one of the greatest things I love about our church today is that, is that we are one church that meets in six locations, and this morning there's probably about 4,000 people getting together to lift up the name of the Lord today. That was a pretty good wall down here, wasn't it? That was amazing. There's 4,000 people just down here. Isn't, isn't that just exciting about how God will do that, you know, bringing people together? Because you know what? We can, uh, we can influence our world for Him. This is so cool. Come on, why don't we pray right now? Father God, Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the glory today. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And, and Father, today as we, as we come and, uh, here this morning, Father, I pray that you would speak to our hearts, O oh God. And that, Lord Jesus, will, will, will take something away today that will help us in our Mondays, Father God, as we, as we go about our week and as we go into uh, our places of work and our schools and our, and our places, our universities, Father God, our homes, Lord Jesus, that, that, Lord, you would really guide us and help us and lead us, I pray, in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, fantastic. It's always good to see everybody. And, and, and this week we are doing part two of our series of anatomy. And we're going to talk about eyes, our eyes, and what it means to be with our spiritual sight and how the, what the Bible says about our physical eyes. Uh, Pastor Bex was here last week, and, and I listened to her message. What an amazing message last week on breath. And, and sometimes one of the realities in life is we can have like the breath kicked out of us or knocked out of us. And, and she gave us some great thoughts and great tips on how we can get that breath back in. And if you, if you weren't here last week, you'd like to listen to that message again on our website now. The messages are going up there every Monday, so you can go back and listen to those messages every week. So it's elamchristiancenter.org.nz. You can go and listen to that. So our eyes, our eyes are amazing. Uh, I've had a busy couple of weeks, really, with, with uh, Dad being in hospital and all sorts of things in life going on. And, and kind of right in the middle of that, uh, I, Denise uh, said to me, every year we go for our eye test. So uh, 10 days ago, uh, we, me and Denise were having this little discussion about that I need to go for my eye test. I said, my eyes are fine, I don't need to go. Uh, and so, so we were having this discussion, and she had some really gentle persuasion for me to go to the, get my eye test. It was just gentle. And, and, 
And so, so but I, I, was, I was kind of struggling or, or fighting with it because my eyes are fine. I don't need to go. I've got, I'm pretty busy at the moment. There's lots of things going on. And, and, and so she convinced me that I did need to go to have my eye test. So you go to the eye test, the OPSM in Manukau, brilliant if you need an eye test. You can go there. And, and so I went there for my eye test, and, and you pop your chin on the little little shelf thing. They have a shelf or a little support thing there, and, and the man tells you to just to look into the light. So you stare forward, and you just look into the light. And then he says, look left. So you kind of look left and look up, and, and, and they shine this little light in there, and he's gazing. It's quite a weird feeling, really, to have... Your eyes are here, and his eyes are there. He's staring at your eyes. But he's looking in, in the eyes, and, and he says this to me. Now, I'm just going to look at the back of your eyeball. I thought, that's a bit weird. Uh, and, and, and it's a little bit strange. And then he says, I'm going to take a photo of your eye because we want to see how healthy your eye is. And, and so he does that test, and he takes a photo, and you get a flash in your eye. And, and then, like on the computer screen, he brings up, he, there's a picture of your eyeball right there. That's quite like in 3D, this big, gigantic eyeball. And, and he checks the health of it and, and just what it's like. And, and, and then you go on to my favorite part of the whole eye test. And he says, that's where you get to read the letters on the line. And, and I, I just figured, like, I've got this sorted. Uh, you know, give me your best shot because my eyes, there's nothing wrong with my eyes. I'm going to be fine. So he says, can you just read this line? And I, and I said, what line? <laughs> I couldn't see the line at all. And, and so... I suddenly remembered what Denise said to me that I did need to go to my eye test. <laughs> but then the amazing thing is, as you go through these tests and, you, and, and when you can't read the line, they use that and, and that ends up they give you a, a set of lenses to try. And so he gets me these lenses and I said, come on, you go, I, I can do this now. I can. So he puts the lenses on me and like a set of glasses and it's incredible how clear, clear the letters are, and right down to, I, I said, he went through these lines, and I said, come on, I can do better than that, give me your best shot, give me another line, and, and it was getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and, and my eyes, I was able to see with these lenses, really clear, really sharp, uh, and without any, any issue at all, and, uh, and it's been amazing to think that, uh, that you're like me, uh, and with our, with our physical eyes, and uh, it's kind of like a, a picture of also what our spiritual eyes can be like sometimes, and and there's sometimes where life just gets blurry. Life just gets, uh, gets uh, we, we don't know, there's no clarity. We, we don't know where to go, what to do. And, and there's times in life like we ask this question like, who are we? And, and what we're really saying is that life has got all jumbled up at times and, and, and we're just not able to see really clearly uh, because we don't have a, uh, our eyes. There's something wrong with our eyes. And, and one of the things we're going to look at today is like how healthy are your eyes? How healthy are your spiritual eyes? It's quite amazing that when you go through the test, and each eye can be different at times, and, and he pretty much said to me, you've got one good eye and one bad eye. But the bad eye is causing everything to be blurry and out of focus. And I just wonder this morning, as we, as we look at this, this topic of our eyes and what the Bible says about our eyes, that, that this morning, that, that come on, let, let, let's open ourselves up this morning here to, to just maybe feel that little bit of a challenge or that little bit of a niggle to, that God is maybe speaking or saying, to, say, come on, maybe it's time to, to do this spiritual eye test today. 
It's amazing how what Scripture says about our eyes. And, and in your notes this morning, you'll see the Scripture there, Matthew 6, verse 22 to 23. Uh, and it's, just, it's Jesus speaking. Uh, and he says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So come on, why don't we, let's unpack this a little bit more this morning. So what, what was Jesus really meaning? What was he saying uh, that the eye is the lamp of the body? Well, well he was really saying that, that your eyes are like a lamp uh, that lights your entire body. Uh, that our eyes are like the entrance to our hearts and our, and our minds and, and, and like the doorway to our souls. And, and when he referred to good eyes, he meant eyes that not only see well, but eyes that perceive well. See, it's not only what we see, but it's how we perceive what we are seeing. Uh, and it's what, what we see that makes a difference between godliness and ungodliness, between light uh, and darkness. See, bad eyes, bad eyes lead to bad perception, but good eyes, if our eyes are good, our whole person will be illuminated. And, and if we are in a lighted room, or I don't know if that's actually a word, a lighted room, a lit room, isn't it? Yeah, I can see Nicole, she's just correcting me here now with my, my yeah, a lit room. We can see things clearly. We can see things clearly. We can move around and, and not be uh, caught up with obstacles. We can locate whatever we want to find because our eyes are, are good. But, but walking in darkness, uh, the opposite is true, that, that when we walk in darkness, we cannot see. We can't see the next step. We can find ourselves stumbling around the place, falling over, like, like groping around for something to hang on to, for something that can, we can hang on to that is secure. See, it's really about our vision, whether physical or spiritual. And we all know that our physical eyes can see sharply when our vision is able to focus. But if our eyes are not able to focus, we have blurred vision. And, and, and the way we discover that is, and some people here in this room will, will know that that is why some of us need glasses. We need lenses because it helps us. It's like the prescription, the antidote for us, for our poor vision to make our vision really, really sharp. See, those who wear glasses can easily sort this out. Now, if you were to take off your glasses right now, for all of those who have got glasses, maybe your, your vision will be a bit clear. Maybe you'll have to hold your notes at, like, further out like this, or maybe you won't be able to see short distances. But because when you take those off, you discover that your eyes aren't able to focus. But you put your lenses on and everything becomes crystal clear. Why is that? Well, it's because your eyes aren't able to focus well by themselves. You have these lenses in order to help your vision and that helps your, your vision become clear and sharp and focused. And, and the same is true for you and I and our, with our spiritual sight. There's some symptoms, some, uh, some things of, of unhealthy sight that we can pick up or we can have. And, and sometimes we just uh, are not aware of that. Sometimes we, we can be unaware that we need to go and maybe just have that test, that spiritual test. And the first thing, one of the symptoms is this, is blurry vision. 
See, it's when clarity goes and, and your future all of a sudden becomes unsure. You don't know what the next step is or you can't see things clearly anymore. The, the Bible says without a clear vision that people perish. The other symptom is tired eyes. We can get tired spiritualized and, and we can get really tired spiritually at times. Because, and, and maybe that's when we feel like we're just all alone. Whatever we're carrying, whatever we're doing, is, it, seems to be, uh, it seems to be difficult and, and hard and, and it's draining. It's, you know, it's those, when we're, we're tired, sometimes we, we feel like God is not with us. Like, like we sung that song for there, that not for two minutes will he leave us. But we can feel the opposite at times when our eyes, our spiritual eyes are tired. When we're not taking care of our spiritual eyes, it can be draining on us. The third thing of a symptom is this, is that we can have eye disease. We can have eye disease, spiritual eye disease, I call it. And it's like those disappointments, those, those hurts that we, we never kind of get around to talking to that person or, or getting some ministry for, for some healing on those things. And, and, and if we don't get the right medicine, if we're carrying eye disease, the reality is that we will lose our sight at some stage. But God has a prescription for us. He has a prescription for us in, in order that we may have us, our spiritual, healthy eyesight and clarity in our vision. And, and his lenses, are, I believe, are real simple. We're based on a few things. Uh, and the first thing is, is, that, is that his lenses are based on what he says, what he says about you. Because this is what he did for you and for me, is that he sent his son to die on a cross, that he would carry your sin, the thing that separated us from him. He said he did that, and he has done that. He raised his son from, from death to life that we may be free from the power of sin and live eternity with him. That's what my God says. He says that he would do it for you just like that, and he did, that you may not be separated from him, but that we may live with him, knowing him in a personal relationship with him. He prepared a place for you. That's what God says. God says you are mine, you are chosen, you are called, you are loved, that he's a great father and he's for you. Let, let's, let's use the lens that God has got for us with what he says about us, not about what we say about ourselves or the world says about us. Uh, see, the other lens is this, and it's based upon what his word says. One thing I've kind of noticed is that the newspaper is not that great a thing to live our lives on. Facebook and Instagram are, are probably worse. But, but sometimes we can find our identity and our calling and the number of likes we have or the number of shares we get on our posts and, and, and we, we take for truth the, the, some posts we see or what we read in the newspaper. But can I say today uh, that if you want to be spiritually healthy and have clarity, is that one of the, the lenses that we need to look through our lives and our world is through His Word. That is called the Bible. It's not a fiction book, it's not a novel, it's not a, 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 it's, but it's a book, it's a guide that leads us and can inspire us, give us solutions and answers to what we are facing and where we are going. The third lens that I believe that God uh, to help uh, spiritual healthy eyes is this, is that what, what are his people saying? You know, one, one thing I've noticed is that people who really, really love you, warts and all, will say the stuff that you need to know. They will say things that, that maybe the acquaintances or what we may call friends won't say. 
people who really love you, have your, your best interests in heart and, and your future. And, 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 and maybe, maybe people that you, you're hearing, some people that you trust that are some great spiritual uh, people in your lives, and they say, oh, be careful about that. If you go down this step, those steps lead to this. I think God gives us a church family, a, a small group family, a people that are spiritually sound and love the Word of God to help us like a lens for our spiritual sight. Psalm 119 verse 15, it says this. It says, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. There's three things that I, I think we can do as, as we look at this topic this morning to have healthy spiritual sight and clear vision. The first thing is this. Number one is to deal with it. To be honest, the other day, I just didn't feel like going to the eye test. I didn't want to go. I dug my toes in and said, I'm too busy. I've got things to do. And, and we've had a really busy few weeks. It just felt like another thing to do. And, and, and it was in Manukau, so I had to drive all the way to Manukau. But, but now I had the test and had some feedback on what would be really helpful to me. I'm so glad I did because I put those glasses and those lenses on and everything changed. Everything changed. The things that I couldn't see, I could now see clearly. Uh, the things that were that, that went in the distance that I couldn't see were sharp as. The things that were right in front of me were clear as a bell. My vision with that lens on was really restored. But, but here's the thing. I had to actually do something about it and deal with it. Proverbs 6, verse 4 to 6. I love this language. You listen to this. Proverbs 6, verse 4 and 6. It says, don't put it off. Pretty clear. Do it now, it says. <laughs> don't rest until you do. If you can get out of this trap, you have saved yourself like a deer that escapes from a hunter or a bird from a net. See, is it that time for you to just... Put your big boy pants up, your big girl pants on, and, and just deal with it. Because here's a, here's a reality, everybody, is that if you don't deal with it, it's not going to go away. It won't go away. If you, if you don't deal with, with hurt or pain or disappointment or your frustration correctly and healthy, I'm sorry to tell you, it, it won't go away. And, and I find it interesting that in that scripture in Proverbs there, it says this, if you can get out of this trap. See, so often our blurriness, our vision, or our, because we don't want to do things or face things or, or get some healing or help for things, it's like we can get trapped. We can be sneered. We can get caught up with the stuff that happened yesterday, last week, last month, years ago. It can be like, a trap in church family, I love you very, very much. But I think it's time to deal with some things for some here. It's time. It's time to do that. And, and as a church, we, we have a great pathway to, to help you with that and to be able to find freedom from, from hurts and disappointments. And, and, and when that pathway is called small groups, I'm going to push this every day of the week because small groups is a place where you will find freedom. How will you find freedom? Well, the, the way you find freedom is that is because there's, in small groups there's prayer and there's great ministry, there's support, there's encouragement, there's authentic people that have probably been where you've just been that will help you and support you and point the way to Jesus. Small groups is an incredible way and one of the great pathways that we have as a church to help you discover and find freedom. 
The second thing is this. To have a healthy spiritual sight and clear vision, we have to live with clarity. See, the optometrist did say to me that you've got one good eye and one bad eye, and, and that the bad eye is causing the problems, and, and that's why I have a bit blurry vision, and you can try all of these things and try and block one eye out, but it's pretty difficult to be driving around the road with one eye like this or reading a book, and, and, and so that's why they have lenses to help us because things may not be as clear as what they can be. 1 Corinthians 13, 12 says, Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then I will know everything completely, just as God who knows me completely. And the same is true in, our, in the spiritual realm. And, and when Jesus was talking about our eyes, when he said, if your eye is good, what he really meant, and, and you can check this out later in there's different translations, like the King James Version, and, and as you dig into that word, what it means, what he's really saying is, if your eye is single, if your eye is single, and, and if you are going to see anything spiritual, then, then, uh, then your eye, your vision must be single. And as you unpack that word, what he's, what he's saying is, is this, and to be applied spiritually means a singleness of devotion, a singleness of attention, a singleness of heart. Because just maybe right now you're thinking about all of the things that you, you've got to do next week and, and tomorrow and this afternoon, and, and just maybe you're trying to do life with a foot in too many camps. Just, just maybe there's a, there's a foot here, there's a foot there, and there's too many places. And, and, and when we become unhealthy, a spiritual unhealthiness, we can't see it because everything gets blurry and everything gets, can, get, can get dark and, and confused and, and not be clear. And I, but I want to tell you today that God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. His arms aren't too short to reach you wherever you are. No matter where you've been, when you make that decision to live for the, the singleness for him, to fix your eyes upon him, I promise you that, that you will gain a new clarity in your life that you've never experienced before. The third thing is this, is that to have healthy spiritual sight and a clear vision, we have to focus on your vision. Psalm 27 verse 4, lovely scripture. One thing I ask from the Lord. The only thing do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. I find this is a fascinating scripture because the author, he's discovered something and it has made him, uh, and he's discovered and he's made a decision that he can focus all his energy on. But here's, here's the revelation, I, I think, for me in this verse, and then you need to get your pens ready to write this word down. It's just one thing. One thing I ask from the Lord. Really hard to focus on many things. When you have a foot in each camp, it's hard to focus on things. That's when you go cross-eyed. Your eyes go, you go cross, one becomes blurry, one rises up, one falls to the back. But this, this author is saying, I've discovered this one thing and I'm going to give my life to it. I'm going to seek it. I'm going to dwell where this thing is. And I just think, wow, how, how awesome is it when we discover the one thing? that God is asking us to do. It's like, see, when your vision is blurry and it's out of focus, it's really hard to, to get that focus on the one thing. And, 
And, and it's hard to focus on what God has placed within your life because he has placed things in your life. It's hard to focus on some of the spiritual gifts that he's given you because he has given you spiritual gifts. And he's given you all of those things. He's just like your gift he's given to bless others, to reach others. It's like the gift that he's given to use you to reach the world. And sometimes when our vision becomes blurry, it's just hard to focus on all of those things. And Scripture is talking about focus on the one thing, the one thing that is Jesus Christ. Can I encourage you today that, that once again you're going to, this is the second great strategy or pathway that we have for people in, is to discover your purpose. What has God placed within your heart? What has he placed within your life? What are the gifts? What are the passions? What are the talents that he's placed inside of your life? And we do that by this thing called growth track. And if I'm going to harp on about this thing, my second thing I'm going to harp on every week is our growth track. If you've never done it, that this Thursday night, uh, at 7 p.m., what a great thing to discover. You will feel, find fulfillment in who, who God has made you to be. You or the world will open up to you when you discover that he's placed gifts and talents and strengths inside of your life. But sometimes it's like we've got to flick the switch, discover who they, what they are to find that belonging and fulfillment in our lives. A band is coming. That's so good. Corey Ten Boom says this. When a train goes through a tunnel and it gets dark, you don't throw away your ticket and jump off. But you sit still and you trust the driver. <laughs> you don't, when a train goes through a tunnel and it gets dark, you don't throw away your ticket and jump off. You sit still and you trust the driver. And you may not be aware, but we've had a pretty, pretty full-on couple of weeks and, and Dad passed away about a week ago. And, and we, we discovered that the very last book that he read, he underlined some things, and you're going to get it this morning because this is fantastic. So my dad's last book he read, he underlined this, God appoints, he doesn't disappoint. You are called, you are saved, you are purposed and graced for his appointment, and hope does not disappoint. Fate is not your portion, failure is not your end. Instead, let hope be your beacon and faith be your compass and purpose be your destination. On the way to more bumps in the road are merely building your character and strengthening your testimony for the future that God has planned for you. Spiritual eyes that can see further. And here's the thing I want to tell you today, that, you're, that, you, that there is no end. I want to tell you that no end is final. No failure is fatal. No mistake is unredeemable and no life unreachable. Whatever you're going through or have been through doesn't disqualify you from the promise of God today. There's more for you and the appointment that is in front of you. He came to give you life filled with purpose and blessing. And so much more. So much more. Come on this morning. Can, can I invite you maybe just to, let's just take a moment right here. And, and, and is God placing something, on, like putting his finger on something for you this morning? Maybe we could close our eyes right now. And, and just take a moment where, where we're not going to embarrass anybody or, or, or set anybody up. Or, but here this morning, we have a great opportunity for God. Will you speak to me this morning? Will you help me, Lord God? Will you adjust the lens that I view things through this morning? God, if I'm unhealthy this morning, will you, Lord, will you pour out your love and, and help me this today? Hallelujah. 
just believe that God is just speaking some things into some hearts right now. Can I encourage you today not to, not to close your ears or to stop listening to what He's saying to you, but because He's got words of love for you. He doesn't condemn us. He will lead us to healing. Father God, right across this place, Lord. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, would you pour out your the power of the Holy Spirit on each one this morning, that, Lord, you would help us with our spiritual sight, Lord God, that we may perceive well, Lord Jesus. That, Lord, you would help us to, to see through different lenses this week, oh God, lenses of, of what you say, Lord God, what your word says, I pray. Because, Lord, I know the truth is that we're not too far gone that you can't reach us, oh God. There's no, no, nothing we've done that can ever keep you away from us, Lord God. You'll always chase after us, Lord. So, Father, today, Lord, will you begin that process of, of healing in our lives, Lord. Help us to take the next step, Lord, to, to talk to people, Father God, to talk to. Maybe if that's counseling, oh God, Lord, would you help us to take that step? Maybe if that's to get into the Word of God more, like help us to take that step that we can find freedom in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In a, in a moment, we're going to close, but we never want to close without giving an opportunity for, for people here to say yes to Jesus. And maybe you might say that you're far away from Him. Can I tell you today that God sent His Son to this world, to die that we may live. He come to take us and our stuff, the stuff that separates us from God, that, and, and that He would carry it and, and take it for us, that we wouldn't have to pay that price. He loved you and I that much, that He paid that price that we may be free. And today, if, if you're here and you've never, never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, or maybe you've walked away and you say, I need to come back to Him. Today, I'm going to invite you to pray a real simple prayer. Just, just follow just silently in your heart after me. Just pray this, God, today, I choose to come back to You. Lord, I give my life to You. Lord, will You take my sin? Thank You for paying that price. I come to You today, and I give You my life. I accept you as my king. In Jesus' name, amen. Just why every eye is closed, I'm really gonna, quickly going to count to three. And if you prayed that prayer, you really meant it today, that, that you want to step over a line and you're saying, Jesus, count me in today. I'm going to count to three. And really simply, all I want you to do is just to, to give me a wave so I can see just if your hand up and down, because we would love to be able to help you on this journey. And and support you and encourage you in this journey. So if that's you at three, you would pop your hand up. One, two, three. Lift your hand up right now. Anyone this morning, see that hand. Hallelujah. Anyone else this morning saying yes to Jesus? I need to come back. I'll come back to you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we praise you this morning. Lord, we give you all the glory for what you're doing, Lord. And and, and today, Father God, we're going to lift up a shout of praise to you, Lord God, because you are an amazing God, Father God. And I thank you that your love is speaking to hearts and lives here this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, why don't we give the Lord a clap right now and just give him some praise. Hallelujah. Awesome.